0: and out of this here sanctuary or in other words has caused us to become level-up Christians. You will agree with me that it is not out of place or the ordinary to command a dynamic duo that cannot work one without the other. However, it is out of the ordinary to find a dynamic duo that keeps their word while teaching and living the word as the Bible has obeyed such a leader and his rib to do, and for that we at Cade say thank you. We can all agree with what the Lord has done in our lives, and we praise him always for this wonderful love. I am proud to be a member of this family, congregation, and great church. So to everyone here, relax as we have prepared a lot for you to make this occasion a memorable one. I congratulate you for your presence at this memorable pastor's anniversary. But remember, you must be commissioned and committed here at K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church.
1: All right. At this time, let's prepare for our an offering. For those who are visiting with us, this offering helps assist our brothers and sisters and family in times of need. So let's show our love and support to those in need. Urshus, in charge.
2: Father, we come thank you this morning for all your many blessings. Father, we thank you, Father, because we want to go all the way with you. Father, we thank you for this offering, that it might be used for its intended purpose. And we thank you, Father, for those who had it to give, that they might not suffer for their giving. Then again, Father, we thank you for those who had it not to give, that they may be blessed also. And then finally, Father, we thank you for those who received receive these gifts, that it might help their situation. And these are the blessings we ask in Jesus name. we do
3: pray. Amen All
1: right all right, good morning and once again, um, let's go up uh, to our media.
4: Good morning, K Chapel. Be sure to mark your calendars for our upcoming annual fall revival. This event will take place on August the 13th through the 15th here at Cade with services at 7.15 p.m. each night. If your daughter is age 8 through the 12th grade or your son is the 6th grade through the 12th grade and they're interested in ministering through performing arts, please attend the Youth for Christ Parent Meeting on Wednesday, August the 7th at 6 p.m. in the Willie Wright Family Life Gym. Hey,
2: church family. Thank you guys for all your support and prayers as I go in to compete in the Ms. YPD pageant. Today, at this moment, I will be picking the winner out of this beautiful tub. Whoever wins, wins this beautiful household goods. So, jump on please. Sarah Cooper, congratulations Sarah Cooper, you have won this household goods. Thank you.
4: Congratulations, Ms. Cooper. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com. Or you can go to the submit info tab on the K-Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week.
0: We ask,
3: of course, that you pray for all of our sick and shut-in members, and I understand that one of our members, Brother Gross, is at home doing well, but we ask you to pray for him as well of all of our other sick and shut-in
1: members. Amen, can we do that? Amen. 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 All right, now at this time, we have some additional announcements from Sister Cecilia Bass. Sister Bass, you here?
5: We've already heard our announcements, but I would like to, na- to announce, great morning, K-Chapel. We're glad to be here to celebrate with our pastor. You've already heard our media announcements, and Mr. Thickpen has already shared emphasis for our sick and shut-in. So continue to have a great morning.
6: Amen. Why are they getting it all together? Amen. Let me just hurry and quickly thank yes. all of you for sharing with us on last week during our convention downtown. Amen. 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 K-Chapel, you showed up and you showed out for the Lord. Amen. And we thank you for your support uh, throughout the week to this awesome music ministry and team that came, the choir that came. We thank you for your presence. On. La- amen. Come on, let's say amen for them. Amen. They did a wonderful, outstanding job, and we thank God for your presence and for your prayers and for your support. There are about 361 days now left until the election. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're in the final stretch now. Amen. And we need your prayers and your support as we continue to do what God is leading and calling us to do. Do want to remind you that this Tuesday also, we will be in revival with the uh, New Greater New Jerusalem Church this Tuesday at 7 p.m. Greater New Jerusalem with Reverend Cook. And so we ask you that you uh, pray for us during that time as well. God bless you. Come on.
1: Right, at this time, we'll recognize our visitors and Ms. Latree um, Blue and Ms. Kenya Johnson. Yeah, please, all visitors stand.
2: So, Tristan, isn't it great to be celebrating Pastor and Dr. Buckley
7: today? It sure is, Kenya.
2: It's hard to believe it has been 12 years. I wish I could remember those first sermons that Reverend Buckley gave back then, but I was only four.
7: Well, at least you were four. I would have no idea because I wasn't even born yet. But I know they must have been pretty good.
2: You're right, Tristan. They must have been pretty good then, because these sermons, were now, got my soul
7: on fire. Well, let's see if the congregation agrees. All the saints of Christ that are happy to be here to celebrate Reverend Buckley, please stand and remain standing.
2: Okay, if you are a K Chapel member that has been a member of K when Reverend Reginald Buckley was 12 years old, please be seated.
6: All right, can you give those instructions again? We're trying to figure out now. Okay, okay. If you,
2: <laughs> if you were a member when Reverend Buckley was 12 years old. When
6: I was 12 years when old. When he was
2: 12 years old and his daddy was the pastor. Amen. All right. Can
6: you be seated? All right, if you were a member when I was 12 years old and Senior Pastor Buckley was, was preaching, if you were here and a member when I was, amen. when I was 12, you want them st- sitting? Yeah, I want
2: them, I want them seated, seated.
6: You want them sitting? Yes. Yeah, you want them sitting? Yeah. Amen. I, I think I see where you're going. Go ahead. Yeah. Every, so if you were here when I was 12, when I was a, tw- if, I was a young person, yeah. when I was a youth, amen, and I was running around here, and y'all was trying to keep me out of trouble, uh-huh. amen, if you was with me, y'all sit down. Now, every, now you see how many others are standing. Now what you want us to do?
7: If you are a K-Chapel member that was blessed to witness the wedding of of Reverend and Dr. Buckley, please be seated.
6: Amen. If you were here, okay, so if you came, you were at the wedding, you can be seated. (laughs) Mom-in-law, you can be seated. (laughs) Amen.
2: Okay, if you have joined K-Chapel within the last 12 years, please be seated.
6: If you join joined within the last 12 years, you may be seated. Amen. I see where you're going. I see. I like that. I like that. I see. Amen. In the last 12 years, if you join within the last 12 years. Amen. Amen. All right. Now what?
7: So by now, we should only have a few K Chapel members standing. That's right. If you are a member of K Chapel already, please be seated.
6: Now if you, there you go, now we see our, seat. y'all got it now. You see where she was going?
8: Yeah.
2: <laughs> to those of you that are still standing, we welcome you to Cade Chapel and thank you for celebrating our first family with us.
7: We welcome you to sing, pray, and worship with us. And if you don't have a church home, unite with us. And now we will give you something that you only get at K-Chapel.
6: Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Certainly, we thank God for all of our visitors, for all of you sharing with us on this morning. All of you are very special to us. Uh, But I I, I got a message on this past week, and I'm so glad to see Senator Frazier here. Senator Frazier and his wife were in a a head-on accident uh, uh, earlier this week, Uh, and I'm so glad that you're here. I'm sure Sister Frazier is at home still mending. Amen, but amen, 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 amen. So be in prayer for them, be in thank God that he spared you, amen. Amen, God is a good God. I understand we walked off with some, some bruises and some contusions, but amen, you're still here. Amen. God bless you. So our prayers go out to Sister Frazier as well. God bless you.
1: At this time, we have a power of praise by the Performing Art Dance and Mind Ministry.
6: is good doctrine yeah. and there is sound doctrine. Yeah. Now I know it's controversial in this culture to make such statements, but Jesus said, All right. I'm talking about your savior now. Yes, Jesus said, I'm talking about the one we believe. Jesus said, yeah. 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 I, am way, I am the way, the truth and the life. And the life. No man yes, sir. comes to the father. But but by me. Now, at some point, at some point, at some point, you gotta believe That that that, that means that, that, that other paths and other ways are not sound ways to the Father. All right, all right, y'all 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 just intend. On making me work hard today. I gotta preach at 3 o'clock, and y'all just gonna make this long and hard for me. Okay, all right, that's all right. I'm ready for you, though. That's all right. Because this preacher still believes. This preacher still believes that he is the way, the truth, and the life. <laughs>
1: a spirit in this holy house. We build a spirit in this holy house. Yes. At this time we have a spoken word by Brother Lee Ewing. Brother Lee.
3: Let's give these kids another. Let's give them a round of applause. Come on, you can do better than that. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And right now, if you feel just a little bit that you don't have anything to do on program, this is your time where everybody can participate. The spoken word. Mark, 12 41 through 44 says Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting the, their money until the temple treasury many rich people threw in large amounts but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, and she had to live on. The word of God for the people of God.
1: All right, it's giving time. Here at Case Chapel, we give for a few different reasons. First and foremost, of obedience to God. And second, as a sign of thankfulness to God, we give. And finally, we want to see God do wonderful things through us here at Case Chapel. We believe that his kingdom is being built, and we give cheerfully. It's giving time. Ursus in charge. A driver of a black Acura is parked in the back of the church with a Madison County tag, MAF 3996. You have Cater Block. All right, at this time, we have an anniversary tribute by Kevin, Deacon Kevin and Deaconess Sheree Williams. Please come forward.
9: Greetings, Kate Chapel.
10: It is our honor, indeed, a pleasure, along with all of you beautiful faces this afternoon, to pay tribute to you,
9: our first family.
10: When we first got started, Sheree had this long list of stuff, and I know it takes a lot to pay tribute to the Buckley family. But I said, "I know where in the world we're gonna get that done in two minutes." <laughs> You're gonna have a stick pin over here, standing over our shoulder. <laughs> But there's one thing we can't agree on, and that's our love for our first family.
9: Today, we will follow the pattern of our pastor and pay tribute to each family member in three points.
10: (laughs) So, three points, four family members, that's 12 points, 12 years, that's pretty complete. All right, let's go.
9: Anna, we thank you for gracing us with your humble spirit, your genuine leadership, your passionate vocals.
10: Jonathan, we thank you for blessing us with your spirit-filled mind ministry, your awe-inspiring art, and charming us with that Buckley chivalry.
9: <laughs> First Lady Lucretia, thank you for exemplifying how to live virtuously as described in Proverbs 31.
10: Verses 10 through 31, and I know we've got some Bible readers in here.
9: You modestly serve in the shadowy trenches, and you are the glue that holds this family together.
10: Pastor Buckley, we thank you for lifting our spirits in times of sorrow, for sharing in our joyful for moments, and coming down our pews on Sunday mornings.
9: <laughs> no doubt about it, Kate. The right door was open when this family came into our lives. Kevin, your phone's ringing.:
10: Hello. Oh yeah, we're doing a tribute right now. Okay, uh, church, Pastor Buckley. I got some other people that want to say a few words.
2: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, K Chapel. To our Pastor, Pastor Buckley, and our first family, on behalf of the Cheatham family in Woodbridge, Virginia, here's to wishing you all a very happy anniversary. Happy 12th year anniversary, Pastor Buckley and family.
9: Thank you for giving us
2: the tools we need to open our doors. And to close them. We We love you, K-Chapel family.
5: Hi, guys, from your Mississippi Gulf Coast family. Sorry that we can't be there. Happy Happy 12th year anniversary. anniversary. We love you all. Congratulations, Pastor Buckley, First Lady Lucretia, Jonathan, and Anne.
7: You are all a blessing to the community. And the entire church. We wish you
5: many
4: more years of being inspiring leaders to both the church and the entire community.
7: Happy Anniversary!
6: All the way from the Show Me State, the Chinese want to wish Senior Pastor Reginald Buckley and First Lady Lucretia Buckley happy anniversary.
5: We love and miss you.
1: Good morning. Brother Pastor Cedric McNeil from Maryland just reaching out to say Thank you and congratulations. Just want to take you back for a hot second. I was in choir number one. You were in choir number two. Choir number one used to always be choir number two. But what I really want to say is even back then, we saw that God had an anointing over your life, and it's just awesome to see you walking in that anointing even today, just walking in the will of God as you lead K Chapel into the future. So we thank God for you. We honor you. We bless you. We lift you and your family up, and we continue to lift K Chapel up, and we're excited to see what God has in store in the future. And oh yeah, Buckley, 2020. Happy anniversary, Reginald and Lucretia. Happy
5: anniversary.
1: 12 years of excellent service at Cade Chapel, serving the Verdun Edition community, the Jackson, Mississippi community. Hey, from your family here in Georgia, all the way back to Jackson, we do wish you well. Wish we could be there to celebrate with you guys, but we know that you're going to have a blessed time. God bless you, and we love you. Congratulations again
9: no doubt about it kate the right door was open when our first family came into our lives
10: the love for the buckley family stretches far beyond the, beyond the borders of mississippi so today we, we pay, pay tribute, tribute to, to you. you
1: all right at this time to introduce the speaker our guest speaker Sister May Grant.
5: Pastor and Sister Buckley, Cage Chapel family, visiting friends, great morning. <laughs> it is truly my pleasure to present our speaker, my husband, Pastor Dennis Grant, who after thirty-three long years of marriage. Countless sermons can still hold my attention <laughs> <laughs> and help me with my walk with the Lord. I met our speaker when our choir director at that time was playing for three churches, And he had this idea that he would have a combined community concert. And that's where I met Dennis, directing the choir of those three churches. But what was so unique about that after we went through the concert, he came to me and he said, do you know where you'll spend eternity? I said, hmm, now that's smooth, that's real different there. But it also gave me pause because he was concerned about my eternity. So yeah, went and went out to eat and we did a couple other things and after three years we married. <laughs> and even after 33 years of marriage, he still opened doors for me. He plans date night. And he even surprised me on my birthday with a chef cooking in our kitchen. He makes me feel like his queen. (laughs) He is a family man. He's a learned man. But most importantly, he's a man who has a servant's heart. He has embraced as his personal motto, John three thirty. He must increase but I must decrease. He is a father of three children and yes that includes one daughter who still has the ability to wrap him around her finger, <laughs> tilt her head just the right way right. and say daddy and still gets what she wants. <laughs> However as he has matured in his walk with Christ, he is more focused on making his children holy and not happy. Right. He is also teaching them the principle of his personal match of John 3:30. He must increase. I must decrease. He currently serves as pastor of Jerusalem Missionary Baptist Church in Brandon, where he has served for 20 years. God has allowed the visionary focus to be on evangelism mission, and Christian education. The church has experienced significant growth, both spiritually and physically. In 2006, he led the church in the completion of his current new facility. And even with that growth, he still understands he must increase. I must decrease. Yes, he's from Ram City, Provine. And, of course, the I love JSU. (laughs) And even on the trombone line line at Jackson State, he still believes he's got it. (laughs) He went on to Mississippi College, where he earned a degree in Christian Studies and Philosophy. And he is currently pursuing a Master's of Arts in Christian Apologetics from New Orleans Baptist Seminary. Why? Because he understands the importance of feeding God people. And in order to do that, you must be equipped so that those of us who hear may grow in grace, bear fruit in fellowship, teaching, and witnessing. Yes, he is a recipient of numerous recognition and awards, yet he understands the words of John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. He instituted family prayer meeting and Bible study for families to stay home, on the fourth Wednesday of each month. And that's in an endeavor to strengthen the concept of family and secret devotion. By no means in 33 years has he been a perfect man. But he does serve a perfect, sovereign God. I am so honored to be his wife and to present him to you. And I trust that the Lord would use him for his glory, that we all would be blessed today. Let us now prepare our hearts to hear from Pastor Grant, a servant of the Most High God. Honey, it's preaching time. Here, a great morning at K Chapel. All
1: right. Thank you, Sister Grant. Uh, Right now, we have a special music tribute by the Combined Choir. i yeah. This time we have our anniversary message by Reverend Dennis Grant. Dennis Grant, come forward. Let's give him an honor. God, thank you for
11: this day. And thank you, God, for being God. Let us serve you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And let the world know that Jesus lives in our hearts. Bless this time of preaching, we pray. And we'll give you the glory, honor, and praise that rightfully belongs to you. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. amen. And amen. I guess I'll join the crowd and say, Great morning. <laughs> okay, great morning. <clears throat> our, our great afternoon. Amen. All praises be to God, our sovereign creator. To my friend and brother beloved, Pastor Reginald Maurice Buckley, <laughs> we, we have the same middle name, amen, to his lovely and faithful wife, Lucretia, and their children, Jonathan and Anna, to the program guide and to the fellow proclaimers, the gospel of Jesus Christ, to the officers and members here at K Chapel Church, and to all of you who have come to witness and worship this day. What a privilege it is to be here and with you on this great and grand occasion, and I'm just humbled to be sharing it with you in this manner. Uh, Like I said, to my wonderful wife, May. uh, Let me thank you for that presentation. And the only thing that I cherish more than your love for me and our family is your love and service to our Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you for that. that. Uh, is, is, is our daughter here? Amen. Samantha? Amen. She was going to try to make it. I thought that one that keep me wrapped around her finger. Amen. She was going to try to get here. Thank God for her and our other sons. Uh, one is, lives out of state and the other one is working out of state somewhere. So we thank God for them. Amen. It's good to see all of you who are here. I do have some, uh, I think some Jerusalem folk. Amen. I believe one of our deacons, did Deacon Terry make it? Amen, Brother Cannon. Amen. Amen, Deacon Terry, Cannon, and Sister Caroline, Cannon. Amen. I think y'all know Sister Caroline back there. Amen. She's the dean of our Congress Christian Education. Amen. I think y'all knew her as a Sanders, though, but she's. Amen. Amen. Yeah, she's a canon now, and she go to Jerusalem. Amen. 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 She ain't that cave no more. And she ain't going, she's going back with me when I leave. Amen. 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 I think I did see our uncle here, Uncle Alfred Bingham. Amen. My wife's uncle. Amen. I think I did see him. Amen. Amen. So I'm over Amen. Uncle Alfred. Amen. Good to see him. Amen. Some good friends from Terry here. Amen. Thank God for them. Amen. Brother Clyde and Dr. Nay. Amen. Brother Nate Slater from my wife's home church, Little Bethel. Amen. I think Samantha is probably out with uh, our good friend and neighbor, brother Jody Owens. Amen. Uh, candidate Jody Owens for district attorney. Thank God for him, and he's our good friend and brother. And thank God. So I think that's what Samantha is. And good to see these elected officials here. Amen. Sister Fay, we work with her in the courts. So, amen. Judge, Judge. I'm sorry. Judge Peterson. Amen. Please forgive me. Amen. 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 I don't want to be in contempt. Amen. 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 Amen, 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 thank God for her, amen, amen, and uh, Sister Ashley, amen, who's our friend, good friend there in court, thank God for her, amen, Brother Hillman, good to see you. all the elected officials who are here, amen, thank God for you, and to Pastor Horace Buckley, amen. amen, amen, I still got those notes, Reverend, amen, amen, I still got those, I still got those notes that you taught us uh, several years ago in the convention, we do appreciate you and Sister Buckley, thank God for all of you, amen, amen. K. Chapel, let me begin just by saying that uh, what you do today is good and right. The Bible records the Apostle Paul as uh, he spoke of his ministry as an apostle by saying, If we've sown unto you spiritual things, is it such a great thing we reap your carnal things? And also the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 that let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. That means twice as much as you was going to do. Especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture said, thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the labor is worthy of his reward. So it is proper that you recognize the under-shepherd that God has given you as a gift from God. For it was God who said, I'll give you pastors, according to my heart, that will feed you with knowledge. And therefore I commend and encourage you to always show love and gratitude for God's gift to you. In Pastor Buckley, I also honor you, Sister Lucretia, Amen. For you have graciously shared in this journey of ministry, with Brother Reginald, and uh, in no ways what, you did it in no ways that uh, some folk wouldn't do or couldn't do. Had God's grace had not been with you, and so I thank God for that. You've seen the good and the bad. Uh, you've shared the ups and the downs, and uh, but yet you've been able to savor precious memories that only the two of you can share together. And I pray that God continues to bless both of you in that respect. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say a word in encouragement to the Buckley children. Jonathan and Anna, you see, uh, you two get to see Pastor Buckley from two perspectives. Uh, Not only as your father, but also the father of God's people. Uh, And I'm sure that the challenges of being a PK Uh, as they call you uh, on numerous times, is often uh, unfair. Uh, You had nothing to do with being the children of a preacher. And yet, as I have seen you grow and interact with others, it is evident that uh, you've been trained in the way that you should go. And as long as you follow that training, you won't have to worry about meeting the expectations or the unrealistic expectations from those who have no clue from that side of ministry. Well, well, well. I've said enough. Let's not worry you long. Let's let's go to the Word of God. Amen. All right. All right. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter four. 2 Corinthians chapter four verses seven. Second Corinthians chapter four verse seven. We'll be reading that for your hearing for a few moments. Second Corinthians chapter four verse seven. We find these words. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Thus, since the reading of God's word, I want to talk to you this morning from this thought, a treasure in a pot. I want to talk about a treasure in a pot. The hymnologist wrote, the potter saw a vessel that was broken by the wind and the rain, and he sought with so much compassion to make it over again. Oh, I was that vessel that no one thought was good. I cried, Lord, you're the potter, and I am the clay. Make me over again today. Then God picked up the pieces of my broken life that day and he made me a new vessel and revived my soul again. Therefore, have thine way, O Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will while I am waiting, yielded and still. It is not often, my brothers and sisters, that we have the privilege or opportunity to witness the celebration of someone who has served for 12 years as the pastor of one church. You see, in our present and never-changing times, we often witness a turnover in pastoral ministry for a variety of reasons. Some have nothing whatsoever to do with whether the pastor has fulfilled his God-given role, and sometimes it is because of that pastor going beyond the boundaries of what has been entrusted to him as the under-shepherd of God. And so when we can witness a celebration like today, we should truly be grateful and thankful to God because it is only by his grace that something like this has happened. I don't have to tell you that the role of a pastor is one that comes not with a lot of fanfare, but a whole lot of warfare. It is not a glamorous profession, but a glorious calling. There are hard days and long nights much speculation and little recreation, sweat and tears and either graying or no hair over the years. And yet through it all, all those who have the privilege to serve as a pastor would not trade one day or night, no experience good or bad for anything else that this world has to offer. No, they wouldn't trade it at all. Because those who are called commission and commandment and and committed, those who are approved, anointed, and appointed, those who have been personally picked and providentially placed and personally provided for by God, understand that in the grand scheme of things, when all is said and when all is done and after they've gone through all they've gone through, then they realize that after all is said and done, they are just a pot. That's all they are, a pot. Yes, the, the man who stays up praying at night while you sleep, he's just a pot. The man who labors long hours of the day, visiting the sick and comforting the heartbroken, he's just a pot. The man who tries to help boys become men and girls become women, he's just a pot. The man who tries to help husbands to be more loving like Christ and wives become submissive as unto the Lord, he's just a pot. And yes, even the one being honored today is just a pot. Yeah, Lucretia, your husband, Reginald, he's just a pot. Jonathan and Anna, your daddy, just a pot. K. Chapel, your pastor, is just a pot. My friend, Reginald Maurice Buckley, is just a pot. I see how funny y'all are looking at me. Now, 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 I know that each of you love your pastor, and because of that love and admiration and respect that you have for him, you might take offense to anyone who might be tempted to call him out of his name or something that he is not. Matter of fact, I see the judge over there trying to get her to doc her, her thing ready to, yeah, to call me. But listen, I, I didn't come over here just to get in trouble with some wonderful people like you because somewhere between Hines and Rankin County, when I crossed the Pearl River, I got lost in my mind, and when I got here, I called your pastor something that God already said he is, and that's just a part. But the text says, we have this treasure, this treasure, earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of us. These earthen vessels that, that the Apostle Paul refers to are illustrated by just mere clay jars. In that day, these clay jars could contain anything from worthless uh, wealth, uh, wealth uh, from worthless things to food and liquids. And because they were made from clay, they were subject to break and therefore inexpensive and discarded in short order. And yet the apostle makes a remarkable statement by stating that even though these pots are inexpensive and worthless, they contain something of utmost value. It's a valuable treasure. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that treasure is it's nothing else but the glorious gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a treasure because it comes from the one who owns everything. It's a treasure because those who receive it, though they may be poor in the eyes of the world, they become immediately wealthy in the eyes of God. It's a treasure because it can never be exhausted no matter how much is given away. It's a treasure because it gives life to those who are dead in sin. It's a treasure because it gives light to those who are in darkness. It's a treasure because those who embrace it become wise beyond their years, strong in spite of their weaknesses, fearless in the face of danger, and loving in the midst of a cruel and even world. And what's so amazing about it, my brothers and sisters, is that God in his sovereign wisdom and his divine prerogative has chosen to put this glorious treasure of the gospel in a pot. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of us. My wife, May, Sister Lucretia, she loves flowers. And for the most part, it does not matter what kind they are as long as they are pretty and they catch her eye. If they pass those two tests, then she'll get them. Now, when she does this, she realizes that they must be placed in something that will allow them to grow properly and nourish. And so my wife picks out a pot, one that may not look worth anything, but it's going to fit her needs. And in like manner, my brothers and sisters, this treasure that God gives us is placed in a pot. And here's my first point. That pot is specially picked by God. Now, 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 you need to understand, God's been picking pots since the beginning of time. When he wanted to start humanity, he picked a pot named Adam. When he wanted to build a nation, he picked a pot named Abraham. When he needed to build an ark to save humanity from total annihilation, he picked a pot named Noah. When God wanted to get uh, Pharaoh's attention, he picked a pot named Moses. When he wanted to bring the wall of Jericho down, he picked a pot named Joshua. When he wanted to unite the kingdom, he picked a pot named David. When he needed to deal with Ahab and Jezebel, he picked a pot named Elijah. When he wanted a voice crying in the wilderness, he picked a pot named John the Baptist. When he wanted to jumpstart the church, he picked a pot named Peter. And when he wanted this treasure to reach the world, he picked a pot named Paul. God always specially picks a pot. Uh, Now, all these individuals I've just mentioned, They were different in their size and in their shape and in their spiritual giftedness. Yet they were specially picked by God. Because you do know there were some other options God could have used. I mean, why not Aaron instead of Moses? Why not Caleb instead of Joshua? Why not Jonathan instead of David? Why not Elisha rather than Elijah? Why not James instead of Peter? Why not Silas instead of Paul? Listen Kate, I, listen, Kate I, I don't know all the intricate details And the workings that went on Twelve years ago I have no idea who all might have been considered to be here I don't know who all voted for him Or if it was somebody else But one thing I am certain of And that is this pot named Reginald Buckley Was specially picked by God And entrusted with that glorious treasure Of the gospel of Jesus Christ Listen, after after Paul's Damascus experience on that road to Damascus, the Lord told Ananias that Paul was on his way to see him. But that didn't sit too well with Ananias. For he said, Lord, I've heard of this man and what he's done to your people. But the Lord said, go your way, for he's a chosen vessel of mine who will bear my name before the Gentiles. Well, just like Paul was specially picked by God, to be a light to the Gentiles. So was Reginald Buckley specially picked by God to be a light here at K Chapel. Uh, listen, and, and in other words, in, in the words of my father-in-law, Morris Bozeman, say what you will or may, Kay Chapel, you would not be where you are as a church at this point and during this season had God not sent Reginald this way. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I know there may have been some other preachers who might have dressed better. Uh, might have been some that looked a little better. They may have sang better. Matter of fact, they, they might have preached better. Listen, listen, I, I don't know. But listen, but, but, but it was Reginald Buckley who God personally picked to bring the gospel here to Cade Chapel 12 years ago. And if you had not listened to God, you would not be where you are doing the things you're doing in advancing the kingdom of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, I know we go through the voting procedure and the interview process and somebody feels that they were the one responsible for him being here. But just in case you didn't know, let me remind you that even though uh, all of your doing, it was the sovereign hand of God that guided him to you and guided you to him. God picked up this pot named Reginald Buckley just for you for such a time as this. But watch this. Not Not only is the pot specially picked by God, but here's my second point. The pot is specifically placed by God. He's specially picked, then he's specifically placed by God. When my wife picks the pot she wants, and gets it home and puts the flowers in it then she then specifies the place where she wants it to go some pots are placed outside some are placed inside some on the back patio some on the front porch but watch this the pot doesn't tell my wife where it wants to be placed no, no, no The pot does not tell my wife where it wants to be placed, but because my wife has purchased the pot and my wife controls the destiny of the pot, she can put the pot anywhere she wants to in order for the plant that's going in the pot to get the maximum sunshine, minimum shade, or moderate watering. Listen, 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 God in like manner specifically places his pots where he wants to in order that his tender plants can get what the pot will contain for it, which it'll get to momentarily. I'm going to get to in just a minute. Listen, 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 there was a pot named Timothy and a pot named Titus and they needed some help in their churches. And then so this pot named Titus one day uh, was specifically placed in a city called Crete. And it got a little rough there, and, and subsequently, Titus sent a letter to the Apostle Paul and said, "Paul, I'm having a little trouble over here. The deacons won't deek." I said, that was over in Crete." Now that K, now I said Crete. He said, "The deacons won't deek, the, the ushers won't ush, the trustees can't be trusted." There's hell in the choir and the, and the church is in chaos. Now He said, now, Paul, I, I know I've only been here for a short time and, and just a little while, but if you can do anything about it, can you recommend me to another church? Well, Paul wrote back to Titus, and he said these words. He said, dear Titus, I received your letter and noted the content therein. But please permit me to relate that it was for this cause that I left you there in Crete to set things in order that were lacking. I specifically placed you there to show the deacons how to be partners in service. I specifically placed you there to show the ushers how to serve with a smile. I specifically place you there to show trustees how to be men of integrity. I specifically place you there to show the choir how to sing songs worthy of God's praise. And I specifically place you there to give the church an understanding of what true worship, fellowship, and discipleship is all about. So no, Titus, you cannot go anywhere until God says so, and he ain't said so yet. But watch this, but watch this, my brothers and sisters. Watch this. You also can't do what anybody says do, but only what God commands you to do. Yeah, yeah I, I know folk think that they're supposed to tell the pastor what to do, but that's not how it goes. You see, Kay, besides being pastor, Reginald Buckley is also an under that's the term Paul uses in 1 Corinthians 4.1 when he said, Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Here in that text, the word ministers is superate in the Greek, and it means an underoar. Now, the underoars were the men who worked below the deck of the ship. They could not see where they were going themselves, but they had to row by faith. Now, well, you ask, well, 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 how do they know where to go and how do they know what to row? Well, I'm glad y'all asked me that. Watch this. Above the deck was a captain. And beside the captain was a drummer. And the drummer kept his eyes on the captain of the ship. And he would beat according to the direction of the captain. And the underlaws rowed according to the cadence of the drummer. If he beat fast, they roll fast. If he beat slow, they roll slow. If there was no beat, there was no rolling. But watch this. The drummer always looked at the captain and the underrollers always listened to the beat of the drummer. Now, Jesus is the captain and it's his church. The Holy Spirit is beating the drum. And all the pastor is doing is rowing accordingly. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. If the pastor is the under of Christ and Christ is the captain and someone is trying to tell the under to go in a different direction than what the captain has said, that's tantamount to mutiny and they are pirates trying to hijack the ship. Listen, listen, I wish I had time to tell you, but since I don't, I'll tell you anyway. Don't find yourself trying to hijack the Lordship or you'll find yourself walking the plank. And so God is the one that specifically places the pots where he wants to use them. Yes, God specially picks the pot he intends to use. And then he specifically places them where he wants to use them. But then, as I get you out of here, I got one more point I need to tell you that the pot contains what's needed for what's going to be growing inside. Let me say that again. The pot contains what's needed for what's going to be placed inside it to grow. Once my wife picks out the pot she wants, Sister Crump, and she tells me where specifically to place it, don't y'all miss that. I that. That's why she said all that good stuff about me a few minutes ago because I do what she said do. <laughs> but what she tells me where to put the pot, there are certain things that she fills the pot with in order that the plant that's placed in the pot can grow. Now, I'm going to confess. I don't know anything about potting plants. I'm not taking time to engage myself And the meticulous care of plants, so don't y'all buy me one for nothing because it'll die. Don't know a thing about it. But, But I've watched my wife take an almost dead plant and nurture it back to life. I've watched her add various things to the pot watering it and and putting sometimes a something called miracle grow around and and making sure the sun shines on it. And even sometimes she repots the whole thing again. But watch this. Everything that is in the pot is vital.